0: Welcome to the hundredth episode of biohacking with Brittany. Oh my goodness. I cannot believe this has come. I really feel like it just came out of nowhere, to be honest. Like I, I don't know how I got to a hundred. If you have a podcast out there or a YouTube channel or even Instagram or anything like that, like producing a hundred of any pieces of content is so much work. It requires so much time, so much expertise, so much learning about what works and what doesn't work, software, what your audience really responds to, and a lot of different things like that. And so it's really nice to be here at 100 episodes. And I definitely did not think I would be releasing this many. Like When I I first started the podcast in 2019, it was basically out of Out of the need to produce long form content. And I didn't want to go on YouTube at the time. And I I didn't want to do some other things I was looking at. And so the podcast just felt like the natural fit. And I'm really excited to have stuck with it. I recently read that most podcasters stop or give up on their podcast after seven episodes, only seven episodes. Like, wow. And that's because they realize how much work it is. There's so much prep involved. And then there's the recording and then also editing afterwards and putting it all together. And it really requires a lot of time. And there's there's a lot of people who obviously just don't see the benefit of it. But I am really thankful that I've stuck to a hundred episodes. I have no plans on ending my podcast anytime soon or anything like that. I think it'll just be around for as long as I can see in the future. And it's slowly growing. And I kind of love that. I love the organic, natural feel to it. I love that it's very up and coming. And yeah, it's just like a safe space that I have It's nice when your podcast isn't at the level of like Ben Greenfield or something like that, because I feel like I just can say way more than what they can likely say and probably get away with way more as well. So that is what is up right now. I originally, I might as well just tell you, I originally planned for my fiance to actually come on this episode. And The timing didn't work out with his work, which is totally fine, but we are going to be recording an episode together, and that is going to come out sometime in the next couple of weeks, maybe even next week. So, I wanted to do something special for the 100th episode, and I thought about talking about some difficult things that I've been through, but I'm actually not ready to go there yet and go there publicly, so I am going to interview him. And we're going to talk about some relationship stuff, to be honest, like what it's like to date somebody who is healthier than you are or views health differently and the complicated dynamics that kind of come from that And we have a lot to say because we have a lot of experience with it. And also just hearing about his health journey and his nutrition journey as somebody who's so athletic as he is and grew up very differently than I did. I am really curious to hear what he has to say. And we're going to, I don't know where we're going to go specifically, to be honest. Like it's going to be one of those conversations where it's going to flow and I'm going to see what comes up. And I've always wanted to have him on the podcast. And so now he's agreed to come on, which he had to think about for a few days (laughs) in the beginning, even that. So it is going to happen. So if you aren't subscribed and you're listening, seriously subscribe right now because that episode is coming. And that alone is something that's worth listening to because I know when all of the podcasts that I listen to when they bring on their partner and they talk about their relationship dynamic and, you know, what it looks like behind the scenes with them. I am so intrigued. I don't know if I'm just like nosy like that, but I have to know. And I always can just relate so much to the person. So stay tuned for that. That's coming. And hold me accountable to it if it doesn't happen, but it is going to happen. In other news this week, we are talking about silver on this episode. I feel like I'm pretty late to the game with silver, to be honest. And silver is something that is, let's say it's an ingredient that is used for a variety of reasons. And traditionally it was clodial. I think I'm saying that correctly, collodial silver that was used topically or to ingest as a supplement. Basically, silver is very anti everything. I I don't know if all of these words I can say on the podcast, but bacterial, we'll say, and microbial. (laughs) And it can be used for a bunch of things. And so even when I've heard silver talk about before, it's been very like hush, hush. And there's some things you can say and there's some things you can't. Like I know a bunch of healthy moms who use silver when their babies have ear infections. And that's some people don't agree with that. And there's all of this like kind of red tape around using silver. And so that's kind of what we're diving into today. How can we use silver? How can we benefit from it? And it just sucks because it feels like another natural health product, ingredient that is restricted and confined. And it's annoying seeing this happen. And so the company that I interviewed, they sent me their silver products and they're nano silver. So they're very, very small particles, which is great because you don't get some of the side effects or any side effects compared to some of the other ones. But it's just interesting that Yeah, it's interesting that we're in a world where there is so much red tape around these things. And this isn't everywhere though, right? This isn't everywhere. There are countries definitely where silver is much more accepted. And I think this comes front of mind because I have been talking about quite a few different substances online that are like this. So LSD, psilocybin, drinking raw milk. And lately, I just kind of feel like I'm doing all of these things that are very much against what the government is saying, and what mainstream health care providers and businesses are saying. And and it's weird to be in this place. To be honest, like it's weird to be in this place. I posted this real or sorry, this TikTok. It was like five seconds about drinking raw milk. And it's gotten over, I don't know, 22,000 views now or something like that. And the amount of people who are interested in it is really encouraging. And then they message me like, Hey, how'd you get it? But then there's also the people on there who are like, Oh, this is so bad for you. This is, causes so much issues, people have died from this, all of this nonsense. And then uh, today I posted about LSD on my Instagram account. And I just feel like I'm just doing all of these things that are not, that are like low-key illegal. But I also just don't agree with the fact that they're illegal in Canada. Like raw milk is definitely not illegal everywhere. The same with psilocybin and like other psychedelics like that. I'm not sure about LSD, but I would imagine that it's similar. And Oh man, I'm just having this issue. I think internally where I'm like bumping up against what society is telling us about these substances and how I just strongly don't agree with it. And it is the same with silver. Like, Hey, here is this ingredient that you can actually use when you have phlegm in your mouth, when you have inflammation in your gums, when you have skin irritations, when you have Ear infections as a kid, like all of these places where there's bad bacteria that's kind of like causing the problem. And we can't talk about it and and we can, but there's all these limitations on what we can say. And, yeah, it's better in Canada, but in the states, there's barely anything you can say. And uh, yeah. So I don't know what the point of that whole rant is, but I just wonder, like where I should be living where I can, where can I live where I can get raw milk easily and it's not illegal and I can get psilocybin and LSD and anything like that. And and I can use silver as I feel necessary and kind of just make my own decisions about my health and not be forced to go to extreme lengths to get these things. Like, what can someone seriously send me a DM right now? What country is that? Because that is something I'm interested in. Or maybe it's Canada and I just live a little more off grid and hide. We'll see. So, yeah, that's what we're talking about today. And I hope you got a lot from this episode. I'm sure you will. And a quick shout out to my sponsors. So, I love Sensate. I know you love Sensate. They are. A company that is so rooted in holistic health and healthy stress management. And they have a device, it lays on your vagus nerve and it basically helps regulate your stress response and makes you feel grounded and calmer. And I have one, and it's fantastic to use when you're kind of overwhelmed and just not in a good place. And then, of course, shout out to Inside Tracker. I've actually scheduled my new test with them, I'm very excited. So, I kind of want to get an update on my hormones, vitamins, minerals, see where I'm at. Last time I got tested was in March and I've definitely had some health changes since then. So I'm excited for that. So stay tuned. And if you are one of these people who are having symptoms and you're like, I don't know what's going on. You got to get tested. You got to get tested because that is the first step to understanding what's going on on a like minute level. Right? Like you have to see where things are at. And so don't guess, test, as they say. And Inside Tracker is my go to for that. And it is for a lot of people too. I actually just heard them on Ben Greenfield's podcast the other day as well. So check them out. I have discount codes for both and for everything on my shop page on my website. My discount code is typically Brittany in all capitals. Very, very rarely is it anything else. But if you want to double check with me, you can. And again, products are linked on my shop page, on my website, and on my Instagram as well, actually. So check them out. Enjoy this episode today and stay tuned this month for when I interview my husband-to-be and we talk all things health. Welcome to another episode of Biohacking with Brittany. I appreciate every single one of you tuning in every week. As I uncover and discover new biohacking, health and wellness technologies, products, services, all sorts of things. This is a space where, yeah, I just kind of explore and see what's new. And that is definitely what I am doing today as I dive into the world of silver. And this is something that actually came up, I think it was a few months ago. Someone mentioned using a silver product for their child who had an ear infection and I kind of just like swept it under the rug. I didn't really actually understand what this person was really even talking about because I hadn't used it myself and just didn't really know much about it. And then I kind of, through the way that the world works, I ended up hooking up with Silver Biotics and they specialize in these silver-based products, which we're going to dive all into today about how they work and why silver and how we can really be using these types of products in a daily fashion that can support our health and boost our immune system. So we have a couple of people from the Silver Biotics team joining us today. Would you like to introduce yourselves?
1: Yes, thank you. We are so excited to be on the podcast. My name is Kelly Gray. I am the director of marketing here at Silver Biotics. My background is actually in nutrition and I also have master esthetician on my background as well. So skin, gut health, and now silver is kind of my forte. And I'll let Steve take it. Take his.
2: Hi, Brittany. My name is Steve Ravelli, and uh, I work here at ABO Manufacturing in the research and development and the quality unit and uh we're happy to be here and answer any questions that you might have about silver.
0: Yeah, I'm excited. I I love having a couple of different perspectives on the podcast, especially because with something like this like I just think there's so much to talk about and so much to uncover. But before we get into any of that, I love to just kind of start with how the company got started in the first place. So what was the original vision behind starting Silver Biotics?
2: The original vision came in the late 1990s. The owners of the company owned a gold and silver mine out in Utah. And when the silver prices fell down, it was no longer... Profitable to mine silver, and it was kind of a, a gift, the whole idea about developing a, a silver-based product to use in support uh, immune support and, uh, and wound care as well. And so uh, a lot of research, uh, a lot of uh, trial and error and research and development came in to uh, produce the silver products that we have today.
0: Yeah, I also, I saw on your website as well, like the long history that we actually have of silver being used in in different ways. And I was so surprised by that because I I guess I was more surprised that I haven't heard more about this if it has such a rich history.
2: Well, it's interesting that you mentioned that silver has been around for centuries, of course. One of the adages that I always like to hear is that a child was born with a silver spoon in their mouth which goes back to uh, medieval times. And you know that the royals had good long lifespans because they use silver utensils and were getting a, a kind of a daily supply of silver in their diets and to stay healthier than the rest of the population.
0: Yeah, I love that. So why silver compared to gold? What is the reasoning behind Yeah. What is the reasoning behind that? Like, why are we, I mean, obviously it'd be more expensive to use gold the way that you use silver in your products, but what is the chemical or the biochemical reason for that?
2: A lot of that has to do with chemistry, of course. I'm a chemist by now. So kind of along the same lines, if you look at the periodic table, the elements, not to get too technical, but there's a a chemical called uh, chlorine and in its pure form, chlorine is very, very dangerous. And even combined, it can be quite caustic as well. But if you go down a couple of rows on the periodic table, there's uh, an element called iodine, which we know is very helpful to the human body as well. And so a lot of it has to do just with the composition of the atoms and how they react with the human body.
0: And would that be the same reason why we wouldn't use something like copper?
2: Yes. Yeah. The same reason we wouldn't use copper. I mean, copper has been well known and there are health benefits to copper. For example, people wear copper on their, on the outside of their skin. And we know with that extended wearing, it turns their skin kind of green because the copper kind of dissolves into the skin.
0: Yeah. Cause I have just thinking of this now, I have a tongue scraper made out of copper. So it's like this metal piece of, yeah, it's a piece of metal in the shape of like a U and you, every morning you scrape your tongue to get rid of like bad bacteria and everything in there. And the reasoning behind it being copper was that it is like antibacterial and this just kind of helps support the oral microbiome. So I guess you could do that with silver as well then.
2: Yes. Yes. Yeah. Silver is well known. And fortunately, silver is well known to support probiotics and uh, to alleviate you from the uh, the bad bacteria, the pathogenic bacteria.
0: Mm-hmm. So is silver more effective than copper then
2: yes much more effective
0: so why would somebody choose to use silver like broadly speaking what are some of the testimonials that you've heard and like some of the benefits that you hear about a lot
2: silver by its nature is not very reactive it's not cytotoxic in in low concentrations to human cells that testing's been done for a long time silver in its proper form in the form of silver biotics does not stay in the body. Our product clears out of the body within 24 to 48 hours. And so there's no long lasting effects with our mode of the silver that we use.
0: So I guess what are some of the common uses then when, yeah, when people are using silver?
2: The silver that we have is highly antimicrobial. And the microbes that silver is very effective in destroying is bacteria, mainly pathogenic bacteria, and fungus and some molds.
0: Okay, so you can use it. I know you have multiple products. So, like your toothpaste, your skin gel, your skin cream, and your supplement. And now, based off of everything that you said, like obviously it really helps reduce bad bacteria. But could you use it in a preventative way as well if there was no bad bacteria or bad viruses hanging around?
2: And that's mainly what our immune support product is, is a prophylactic. It's used to support the immune system 24 hours a day, 365 days a year, and to keep your immune system sharp so when a pathogen does come along, your immune system is more able to destroy that pathogen than it would be normally.
0: Okay. So for the supplement that you have, you would recommend people take it every morning then?
2: Yes. Yeah. I've been taking the immune supplement for, well... 10 years at least, over 10 years on a daily basis.
0: Wow. And have you noticed anything particular that's happened for you?
2: I rarely get sick. And if I do uh, start to feel poorly, I up my dosage a little bit and I pretty much uh, never get sick.
0: Yeah. 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 Kelly, I would love to hear as well from you. Like, have you noticed anything when using these products for a long time as well?
1: I have. I've actually, I mean, my kind of using it is more for skin, That I've noticed a huge difference. I have really, really dry skin and often have like cracked heels, cracked hands. It just seems to heal much faster than using anything else. And I, like Steve said, I rarely get sick anymore. I have been using the silver for I think six months now and I have not gotten anything that is going around. So knock on wool. <laughs> yeah.
0: I think we all know what you're referring to.
1: Yeah, that's really great to hear.
0: I of course I've been using your supplements since I got it oh, maybe like a month ago or something. But I have a few like dry, like I don't wanna I don't know if they're patches necessarily, but like dry places of skin on my stomach and like on my legs as well. And I've started using it And it has definitely helped. It's definitely helped, like, shrunk the size of it and also just helped it heal quicker than if I had just left it or tried to use something else.
1: That's great. And you're also using the pet bet on do you have a cat or a dog? A Uh, dog, yeah. Okay. And a moose. Yes, yeah. Awesome. And it's been helping his paws.
0: Yeah, yeah. So I, I posted a couple of times about this on Instagram, but. Moose, we recently took him to the vet and he has really dark fur underneath his paws and the vet, we see like a, a holistic vet here. And she said that it's actually like yeast overgrowth from his paws, like being wet so much and then him licking them all the time. And that's what caused the discoloration of the fur. And so then I was like, well, I have these new products that help kill yeast, I'm sure, and are against like pathogens like that. So I've just started putting it on every couple of days. And I think it might take a few weeks, I'm going to guess, but I'm I'm curious to see how the fur changes. Yeah, I don't know. I just thought I would try it.
1: Yeah, that's awesome. And I think I already mentioned this to you, we have the the pet vet and the immune support for pets Mm -hmm. with the silver. Yeah, I'm excited to see what his results are.
0: Yeah. So, do people usually use the pet product for like the same type of thing, or is it for something else?
2: I'm familiar with the pet vet and its uses personally with my personal pets. A lot of skin irritations, you know, paws that have been damaged with uh, scrapes and and cuts and everything else. But just very similar to what we use it on our own skins.
0: Yeah, that's what I that's what I figured. Which is why I started using it with him. I'm curious as well, I didn't see this anywhere on your website, but I wonder if I go down the rabbit hole of Reddit or something like that, I just wonder about taking silver and how it would work with other things that other, I guess, like chronic bacteria or pathogens in the body. So I think of like candida overgrowth that people have, or even Lyme disease and that type of thing. Have you heard or read anything about that?
2: We have heard of people using it off-label, of course, and and you can get a lot of anecdotal information from those people that have called into us and gave us their testimonials. But yeah, we've heard of people using it off-label and having good results.
0: Yeah, that's what I figured. I feel like it's just one of those products. You can find your community and talk to somebody online who's had success with it in, in some way, I'm sure. Yeah, So I actually got an interesting question when I posted about, I think I posted about using the toothpaste a couple of weeks ago, and this was on Instagram. And somebody said, if I'm using the silver every single day, is it going to make mineral imbalances in the body? And then they refer to copper becoming imbalanced because of silver. So I don't know much about that, but I don't know if you could shed any light on that.
2: Certainly. If you look at the, again, chemistry, periodic table, copper is more reactive than silver. And so it does react more with the body's systems, mineral systems, metal systems than silver does. And so with that said, that silver does not cause any ionic metal imbalances in the body because it's not as reactive as copper.
0: Okay. And so then would it have any impact on vitamin or other nutrient levels at all, or is it just kind of? yeah not as reactive, like you said.
2: Yeah, the research online shows that it does not impact metabolic pathways in the body.
0: Okay, so it's only, it only functions on basically pathogens and bacteria.
2: Yes, My brother, who is a PhD, he uh, actually, he did a lot of the original work up at BYU when the company first started getting his master's degree, And uh, they found out that silver really has no metabolic pathway in the human body. It can be uh, stored, unfortunately, if it's in a poor form, an ionic form. But with our silver particles, there is no metabolic pathway in our chemistry in our cells that will deal with the silver.
0: Yeah. Okay. That makes sense. And that's why with other silver products, people can have like a change in skin color, right?
2: Skin color is associated with, and this is something that we have to educate almost everybody with because everybody's heard of the blue man and the condition is called Argyria. And that's when ionic silver is taken in heavy, heavy doses. We're talking thousands and thousands of parts per million. And those silver ions get deposited in the subcutaneous layers of the skin, mainly absorbed into the adipose cells, uh, the fat layers of the skin. And it stays there. It does not leave. It does not have any bad side effects or any metabolic stresses on the body, but it does sit in those adipose cells forever. And then as soon as the sunlight hits it, it turns it and reduces it and turns it into a gray blue. Wow. So that means that you
0: could never get rid of that if that were to happen to you.
2: That is correct. But that's the the glory about our silver nanoparticles is that it does clear out of the body. It does not stay in the fat cells. It has cleared out through the excretory systems of the body.
0: And that's because your product has a different molecular structure than other silver products.
2: That's right. Our silver product is actually a metallic silver particle that ranges between 5 and 15 nanometers, which is really, really small. That's why they call it a nanoparticle but that particle is covered with a silver oxide coating that makes an antimicrobial. And because it is a particle, it doesn't stay in the body. It's excreted.
0: Wow. Wow. That's pretty, that's pretty scary for people who are experimenting with taking silver. That's not a nanoparticle then if that stays in your body and that causes that skin change. Like I would be, yeah, that's really scary.
2: (laughs) Yeah. I would never take ionic silver.
0: Yeah. So are most of the other competitors out there ionic silver or are they also nano like you guys now as
2: well? A lot of the competitors out there are ionic silver. There are some nanoparticle uh, companies out there as well, but there are few and far between.
0: Yeah. Okay. That makes sense. Well, that makes me feel great taking your products that I don't have to worry about that. And so is this part of the reason why silver is kind of like controversial. Like I know after talking with Kelly as well, that there's only certain things that you can say online and certain claims that you can make. And is that because of these potential side effects or what is the reasoning behind that?
2: Well, the FDA has never, I should say they've never liked silver. And a lot of it has to do with those ingestions of poor silver products that are easily made. You could go to the chemical store and buy a bottle of uh, silver nitrate Dissolve it in water, and voila, you have an ionic silver compound that you can, you know, take in. But again, usually those people take it in in large amounts because they have to. Our silver product, we can do it in very low concentrations, very, you know, up to ten to uh, twenty parts per million, where the ionic silver products are into the thousands of parts per million to do the same job as what our silver product does.
1: Mm-hmm. mm-hmm.
0: And so it's mostly that one side effect that causes the FDA to be concerned about it. Okay. And is it like that in other places throughout the world? Are there countries where silver is kind of like as common as kind of vitamin C type of idea?
2: Yes, we, we're we a worldwide company. ABL labels silver products that we do distribute on a worldwide basis. For example, Canada, we are able to Talk about certain indications and uses of our silver that we can't talk about here in the United States because of the difference between Health Canada and the Food and Drug Administration.
0: Yeah, that makes sense. I'm in Canada, so I can I can say everything. <laughs> I can say what you're not saying. <laughs> That's it's really interesting, and it's just fascinating when I stumble upon things like this. And it also honestly just makes me angry that we're at this point in history where. There's so much research behind products like yours, and you could not speak truthfully to them. And you just are kind of really, really limited by the FDA, even though you have so much research and so many people use it. Like it's just, there's no freedom, you know?
2: Well, it's interesting. Our company has several, what we call 510K cleared products through the FDA that we can make claims on. But it turns out it's the same silver particle that we use in our immune support as well.
0: How can you tell if your healthy and not so healthy decisions are impacting your health on a cellular level or even impacting your biological age? Feeling better is one thing and having symptoms get better is one thing, but there's something completely different about having the data and the numbers behind it. This can be very helpful for both your short-term and your long-term goals. We need to be testing ourselves regularly so we know where we stand, whether it's testing our vitamin levels, cholesterol, blood sugar, whatever it is, the proof is in the data. It can be such a pain to get tested through our doctors and our clinics. And when we do these tests, often they don't even give us all the biomarkers that we ask for. That's why I love at-home tests. Um, I find it super interesting to get my biological age test specifically because it indicates how all of my decisions are impacting me. Your biological age is a representation of your health conditions and a predictor of how soon you can exhibit chronic conditions of late life. This is obviously compared to our chronological age, which is just the amount of time that has passed since we were born. When I first got tested last year, my results said I was 19.7 years old. And the second time I was tested, it said I was 18 years old and I was 27 at the time. I recently got my biological age tested again through Inside Tracker's inner age test. And this time it said I was 22 years old and I'm now 28. My age actually went up (laughs) and this is likely because my HbA1c levels were higher after spending 10 days in Costa Rica recently where I had a ton of cocktails and fruit and carbs and also just eating more carbs and processed food in the last few months. The great thing about Inside Tracker's inner age test is that it actually shows you which specific biomarkers are making you older or making you younger. And it identified that my HbA1c needs to come down because it's actually making me older on a cellular level, which is so helpful to know and know what I need to be doing next. Knowing your age can help you make these changes and Help you just really make smarter decisions and be more informed moving forward. I always get tested through Inside Tracker, and you can as well. And use my discount code at checkout, which is Biohacking Brittany in all capitals. It's linked on my website underneath my shop, and it'll be on my show notes as well. Yeah, it's just I guess how you word it and
1: and the use of it
0: as well.
2: Exactly.
1: That's why we love the biohacking community because they're smart. They do their own research. They are able to figure out what works best for them and, you know, yeah, really go to town on all the research, like I said.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I think that's a great point. Even just in the couple of times where I have been talking to my online biohacking community, it's been interesting to see how many people actually come out and they're like, yes, I use silver. I've used it before for this and that. And it is one of those like ingredients and products that people already know about. And I think it's great that you are really focusing on the biohacking community because like you said, like we are early adopters and also... We're very much keen on just learning about these things and and passionate about health in this way. I just had a question when I was using your products, like personally, so I know I have the cream, the skin cream, and I have the gel. And so I was looking, when I was looking at both of them, I was trying to understand what which one I should be using where on my body and for what reason. So I would love to just like understand better how to use both of those products.
2: The the skincare properties of both, they both have uh, definite benefits. The skin cream is basically designed for a, a cosmetic, just a normal hand and, and face cream. More moisturizing. More moisturizing. Whereas the gel, it is just for uh, wound care, sunburns, um, Lacerations, abrasions, and uh, different injuries to the skin, like that. But I know a lot of people that use the gel and it does have some moisturizing effects as well.
0: Yeah, absolutely. Okay, that's what I kind of figured, but I wasn't sure if it was a face cream or not. But this makes a lot of sense. And now, I feel like the face cream could also just be used as almost like a spot treatment. Like if you had acne or like a pimple or somewhere, like just to put it on it and dry it up and just kill anything that's bad that's happening in there. Would that be something that you would like, you
1: think that would be helpful? I would use more the gel for spot treatment. The the cream is pretty moisturizing. So depending on your, your skin, if you're dry, or combination or oily, you can kind of figure out how you want to use it, but on your face tends to be a little bit heavy. So I would definitely use the gel on any little spots. Okay.
0: Yeah, cool. I I really like that because I don't really get acne, but every now and then, you know, something crops up out of nowhere. And so I find spot treatments to be really helpful in this type of way. And so that makes a lot of sense. And especially just knowing now what silver does, I feel like I can use this like natural product to really get rid of that acne or pimple or whatever much faster.
1: Yeah, it works wonderfully. I've, we've had a lot of customers say how well it works on their acne.
0: Oh, that's awesome. I'm so happy to hear that.
1: So what's next for uh, silver biotics? Do you have any other
0: products coming down the pipeline?
1: Ooh, we have a lot coming down the pipeline. Well, what are we well, since, <laughs> What should we
2: start with that we're Since kelly has been involved with taking over the director of marketing, we've done a, a lot of, of work out there to see what the needs of the uh, the industry is and uh, the products that would be better suited and so yeah, we've got uh, probably a, a lighter lotion that you can use on your face mm-hmm. that would support that really well.
1: A Cleanser hopefully soon.
2: Yep, a cleanser,
1: toner, hopefully the complete skincare
2: Regiment. facial
1: regimen that we can use along with our facial serum that we just launched, which is the hyaluronic acid and the silver combined. Yeah, we we have a lot coming soon, hopefully.
0: <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I love the idea of a cleanser. I think that's an awesome product to bring out just to help clean out any of the gunk or things that are kind of accumulating underneath the skin.
1: Yeah, absolutely. We actually have a few people that use our our facial serum as a cleanser. Like I said, it depends on your skin type, but Mm -hmm. with the hyaluronic acid and the silver, you can kind of use it to kind of clean your your face. Mm -hmm.
0: Would you ever consider creating hair products at all?
1: Ooh, I mean, yes. I actually am a cosmetologist as well. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) I I would love hair products and that might be further down the line. I think we're focused on skin immune support products. Yeah. Right now. Yeah. Eventually.
0: Yeah. And I know you also mentioned previously that you can use kind of it, like, I guess this I guess it'd have to be the supplement one, but you could use that as a household cleaner in some sort of fashion. So would you create something that would like solely be that purpose?
2: Back in the, back in, in our history of our company, We actually had an EPA approved hard surface disinfectant. We are looking at uh, bringing that back online and uh, re-engaging the the EPA on that to get our registration back. So I think that is also in the works.
0: I love that. I would love that very much because I just think of, I just think of like my shower, like it's so, it just gets mold so easily and I have to be on top of it so much that I would love to just see what type, like a, spray with silver in it, like what that could really do in terms of just reducing that and killing that off.
1: Yeah. And that's where biohacking comes in again. You can kind of biohack your cleaners in your household, make your own.
0: Mm -hmm, mm -hmm, Absolutely.
1: Well, if people want to try your products,
0: where can they connect with you and and how can they get started?
1: Yeah, absolutely. So silver biotics on Instagram is where they can connect. We are always... Checking there so they can get a hold of us really quick. And then silverbiotics.com is our website, and we are sold on Amazon.
0: Yes. Okay. I will link to that in the show notes and on my website. And I actually added your products right to my Instagram. So for anybody listening, if you want to check them out and find out more information on the gel, the cream, the toothpaste, anything like that you can just do it right through my Instagram if you're interested it's super easy and super quick and yeah thank you so much for coming on the podcast this was super informative yeah thank you, thank for, you having for having us. us for sure thanks for listening to another episode of biohacking with Brittany if you're interested in finding the show notes or the sponsors for this episode you can do so on my website which is biohackingbritney.com. Remember to follow me on Instagram where I'm most active. My handle is at biohackingbrittany. And if you're interested in working together and you want to email me directly, you can do that. My email is info at And I look forward to hearing from you and having you tune in next
2: week.